Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the Afterthought section of, well, that fucked me up, with your host, Luke Colson. And Kyle Wise. Oh, Kyle Wise. It um, might just be like the last episode we do with you not with you not being a father. It's eminent, isn't it? It's imminent. It's it's imminent. Yeah. Maybe like in the it's, next... It's, you honestly just said to me before we came on that it might just be in the next couple of hours. So, yes. yeah. All right. We better rush through this one then. Well, um, hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Afterthought section, listeners. We're um, going to recap Elvis's story. And um, I, and I, I know about Elvis will listen to this, so I'm just gonna. I feel, I feel like he's going through a lot of stuff. Like, re- I was really concerned about him, if I'm honest with you. And I don't think he'll mind me saying that. He was open about it. Yeah. It's not like I'm reading into something that he wasn't sharing. I mean, he's just the four people in his close community have, in a month have died by suicide, and he's struggling. And then, you know, there's all the stuff with the kidnappers of his father, which albeit happened quite a few years ago. But that to me feels like something he's really invested in to 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 take a risk. It feels like yeah. it's this thing, Kyle, of um you're left with this great big hole, right? You've seen some things. You you've you've gone on the front line, you've he's been to Iraq, right? You've made you've made these bonds with these people, and you've come back for what? For what? For no, for nothing? I felt so bad yeah. that there was no welcome back for him, no fanfare, no thank you. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I read that it's it was one every twelve minutes, or one every eight minutes, or something like that, that a, a veteran kills themselves. <sighs> yeah, I mean, and that's horrific. you know, if, if he's listening, I just, I just hope you you, you pull through, man, because like mm. we need you, the world needs you, and yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was just brutally honest, wasn't he? I asked him, he was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, yeah I think about it all the time." Uh, he's a nice guy. Uh, now, we, you know, we talked offline, uh, and uh, he's he's local. I mean. I think it's just a case of, you know, what he said, it's like you, that's your tribe. And then you no longer have a tribe and that's your life. And then you no longer have that life. Isn't it extraordinary? Yeah. It's like such, it is, it's a tribe, isn't it? Um, so I think we're kind of like going a little bit off piece, not talking specifically about the ins and out of the episode, but it's only because I was left with a real sense of like, just like, just wanting to make sure that he knows like I can't say yeah. I can't tell him it's going to be okay because I don't know how his brain is right. But we had a good chat about you know the end <laughs> and yeah. and me not me still being here and people I know still being here and um it is possible it is possible to find your your two point you know it really is yeah I mean I found you and Aww. we found each other yeah and. I don't know, like, if, if he ever wants to, like, talk or something, he should de- definitely reach out to us. I yeah. don't know how. 100%. It's funny, I didn't, it's funny it didn't occur to me to even talk to him about drinks, drinking drugs. It, it, it didn't strike, again, I feel like I was speaking very personally about our guest in particular, which isn't what we normally do. Um, and again, if you're listening, um, 
I just think this, you're, the Elvis' story is inc- was absolutely incredible. Uh, and I took like 50-50 out of that, 50% of the of what the combat had done to him and that experience. And then there's the fucking kidnap. The kidnap. His father was kidnapped. Can you imagine? Right, let's just kidnap that guy and get some money because he owes us. Or they feel like they, they were owed money. So just kidnap him. Can you imagine... If you want to be, can and you then just knowing it's in the same city who set it up. But also knowing that um, no one's doing anything about it and the people who did it got, got off. You know, I find that extraordinary. There was a show on Netflix about a kid whose mum died. They came home and they found her like half buried under some rocks in some nice fancy part of town somewhere. I can't remember what it was called. And the and the... The kid was absolutely convinced it was his dad. And, oh, I remember that. And, yeah. and, and yeah. so he could take, and he and the police do fuck all about it. So he takes it upon himself to start going on a mission to find family members. His dad's estranged, and he starts recording him in cafes. And then he goes to the police with the evidence. You know, with the evidence, he's like, "I'm not trying to frame my dad, but somebody somewhere must know who killed my mum." You know what I mean? And it it, yeah. it struck me. Similarly, this, which is like, like the trauma that that has on a human, you know, well, and a whole family, and just for the police to know, probably know what well, to know who it is, but not do anything about it. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, and I say we, I mean the collective U.S. and mm. the system has failed him twice. Yep. You know, twice when he comes, once when he came to his dad, and like once when he came home. Well, I think that that and, is why he is how he is. There's a lot of kind of f f u about like what what what's he got to do to be helped? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. By the way, that was a big ass Rambo knife he showed me as well. Because um, he was like, you know, he said he's, you know, it, it made that made him feel good because some he stepped in and maybe saved someone's life and. You know, you you get a sense from him that you know there's a sense of that risk taking or adrenaline or putting your life on the line because that's what you're used to. Yeah, that's scary. That's scary. Right. You know, I, but on the the other side, it seems like he really found a passion for like filmmaking. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I found him to be a super likable chap. Actually, he's got his film degree. Um, and then you know, I you know, I mean, that's my other other line of business, isn't it, Carl? But <laughs> I said to him, send me, send me the stuff. And I was like, mm, don't send me the stuff. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I want to be like, I mean, there's, there's amazing, there's amazing investigative journalists and true crime documentary showrunners that would do a much better job, but also they don't mind diving in and taking those kind of risks. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to get involved in a Guatemalan cartel at any stage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got enough going on. <laughs> got enough yeah. going on, Kyle. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Well, it was a good, it was a good episode. Yeah, man, that, very, that was, very good. That was, I was very touching. I, I, I was listening to it at work and I almost started to cry. So I'd like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, we can all do our bit to support people. I said it a million times and that's what this podcast is all about. But it was like a living, breathing yeah. example of PTSD. Elvis was, do you know what I mean? Like I really yeah. empathise with him. 
sympathised with him and empathised with him. So anyway, listeners, if you um, if you're listening to this, phone a friend, drop someone a text. You know, you never know. You just might just make their day. You might just like, you might just be what they needed to hear. Um, not to get 100%. All, all down about it. But anyway, Carl, you better go because you have a you have a baby in about six minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to see you, my friend, yeah. and um, we will catch up on the next one. I love you, bro. Love you too, bro.